Welcome to episode number 26 of the Chopheads MMA podcast. We got some some new blood in the arena today, baby. Got myself. We got the Reverend Tommy D. Yes. And then we have the one and only Casual Dave. Casual Dave. <laughs> Wait, first of all, what makes him a reverend? I don't know. He's a, that's his moniker. Did I think he actually is the reverend. He actually is an ordained minister. Loser. All right, go ahead. Yes. Well, speaking <laughs> of loser, Tom, Tom, we, we're loser. still on the subject of Tommy. Tommy, how was your weekend? It was great. I uh, got to work the uh, Major League Wrestling for Dork. Fight Book. <laughs> yeah, for real, bro. It's coming from the wrestler sitting right here. <laughs> His be- buddies were on the card. Yeah, Interesting right. dynamic for this show because obviously everybody knows that Scoop is no longer with us. I'm not sure what happened to him. He didn't die. He's just no longer with us here at Chop Sports for the MMA podcast. Wait, that's a thing? That happened? Well, no. Well, what do you mean? I mean, we didn't he, fire him. He quit? He didn't quit either. No. He has babysitting issues. Oh, and we're gonna right. call so it he's that. Just, he's just right? not here. Yeah, he's not. Well, he's, he said maybe. He, he told me that it might not be ever doable on Monday for him. Oh, okay. And now this is Tuesday, so yeah, I don't know where the fuck he's at. Let's go. Where you at? But he bro. also changed it and said maybe in, like in January it looks like he can come back. I I, I don't know. All right, we'll we'll this see. This is why it's cheaper to keep her. What? He's still married. Not to his kid's mother. Oh, oh <laughs> right, right, right. Oh. Not the one that I was drinking so, all the shots at the opening I was party. so confused. Yeah, she still owes us like 220. But <laughs> no. Uh, cheers. A scoop's wife. What's her name again? I always forget. Oh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Bad news. Scoop, text me. What's your wife's name, dude? <laughs> I want to thank her for spending all my money. <laughs> no, Scoop. Scoop has been getting dragged by me the past couple podcasts, and he hasn't been here to defend himself. And I'm not so sure it would matter because I feel like I've been hard on you guys from time to time. And I'm here to say that I really don't care because that's the element that we bring to the podcast. Yeah. It's a little bit. We push the envelope a little bit. Tommy sucks. He spent his weekend literally posting to three people on Facebook about a wrestling <laughs> event that only four people were at. So seven total no, people. they had a good crowd. No, I'm just messing, guys. Dave, we don't need you to oh, cape sorry. up for the wrestling community. No, he's got to cape up for the wrestling community because that's where he became destruction. I got a show next week. I'm getting back. I'm getting back at it. So when you when you wrestled, Dave, yeah. um, I was going to go with the luchador joke that I just made about <laughs> And I don't even think I could do it. I'm looking no, you, you really dead can't. in the face, and I'm like, you know what? I, I can't just picture you in only a luchador mask. No, I never did a luchador mask only. Right, so Dave off the top rope. I did. <laughs> to be I honest, jumped off the top rope once. But were you only wearing a luchador mask? No, I was not. Right, That's so why then, I didn't. If you wore a luchador, you'd look like fucking Mil Muertes. That's would, what Tommy, look like. would Tommy be able to breathe through his luchador mask? Have you ever seen that picture of Evan, our boy Evan, with the luchador mask on, where it doesn't fit? He looks oh like. Oh my god! Do you, have you ever seen it? I, I'm sorry, I'm having trouble focusing because in the background of my peripheral, I see Tommy's left titty jumping. <laughs> like, what's going on over there, bro? I see it. There's oh, no need for that. The guy's on the He's song. trying to show off. He's a but cheater. Whatever. <laughs> you're, you're artificial Tommy from now on. Well, I mean, Brock Lesnar was one of my favorites too, bro. Well, he never did any steroids, so. He's a top three heavyweight of all time. Dave That's said. what I say. Casual Dave but, says but, that. Um, <laughs> what else do we got this weekend? Oh, yeah. 
The Raiders suck again. Oh, shut up. Oh, no, Woo! we suck again. I'm glad that we put the show off last night because Tommy was saying that he was like, oh, I can't. I got babies. Everybody that has kids, man, they got this fucking built-in excuse. Shout out to Dave, who never builds in his daughter into his excuse making. Tommy, zero. we all know what the real reason why he did not come yesterday was. Why? And the I can relate. This is because football. the Raiders were about to lose. <laughs> no, I know that, you know, it's a, it's a tough ride. You come here. Um, you would have missed the entire third quarter, which is the only quarter that the Raiders showed up in. No, so I, always, you I watch it on my here, phone. I don't watch it on the TV. I watch it on my phone. Even at home? Yeah. You know what's crazy? Why? I could relate to that. Because if I have to take a shit, I don't miss anything. So how often do you have to shit? Uh, Raiders on the stuff, bro? A lot. Yeah, but yeah. my point is, bro, you're watching a three-hour game. You have your phone, like the TV. You sit down, you put it on the TV, and then when you have to shit, you put it on your phone and you walk to the bathroom and shit. That's ah, very simple. Work. But I can relate because I have a 75-inch TV, and I'll watch my phone constantly. Like yeah. I'll, I'll have what – the TV will be off. I'll be sitting on my couch, and I'm looking at my phone watching a video that I could clearly be watching on my big flat-screen TV. That's how I watch fights, too. It's just what I like to do. Well, that's weird. Tommy lives in his truck, even though he has a, a nice, beautiful home. Tommy just loves Yeah, well, you know, I like I said, I put a 32-inch TV in there and uh, Scoop's Nintendo. <laughs> <All right. laughs> that is funny. Scoop won't be here to ever notice that his Nintendo was stolen by, by oh, Tommy. Oh, shit, it's not there no more. No, Tommy stole the Nintendo. Tommy's a thief. He's a piece They're of shit awful. thief. That's what Raider fans do deep down inside. They're just thieves. Um, but anyway, enough, <laughs> about, enough about ripping into Tommy. We're now going to let the Reverend do what he does best, which is all he does well. And... It's time for the Reverend's well, Rundown. Before we even get into the Rundown, oh right, got big news for Fight Book. One of our our big supporters here, who, who uh, you know, the, the Rundown is sponsored by Fight Book. Um, the United States Mixed Martial Arts Federation has nice. now signed on with Fight Book. Um, I'm sure you probably don't know what we're trying to break down, like how USA MMAF. Yeah. Okay. I'm just like trying to. I'm like, I'm looking at him. He's over here talking to himself. I'm like, oh shit, we lost Dave. (laughs) I'm gone. (laughs) That Uh, Jimmy, that Jimmy Palumbo phone call really sent Dave over the fucking ruined days over the falls. To be honest with Um, you. So that's really big for Roberto. It's it's more of a now extremely broad audience to get to. Um, Just make sure that he posts our podcast to the top of the page because we don't even post the the fucking podcast. So where where are they at? I have no idea. I would okay. wager to say New Mexico. <laughs> New Mexico? Or no. Mexico? He, mm-mm, Doesn't mm-mm. he live out that way? Yeah. No, I mean, he lives out there, but, you know, he's, uh, especially when he becomes the director of in Ireland, that, that fight federation, you know, next year. That's, That's cool. not going to just be in in, uh, in New Mexico, but they're really good to grow the sport. Uh <laughs> The U.S. MMAF. Yeah. Now that I'm <laughs> easy, the U.S. Uh, they're, they're big. They're, they're doing. That's they're right. really starting to do big things with the amateur guys, and they work with state regulations and stuff like that. Hopefully, they could start working with these uh, athletic commissions to get the rules fucking changed to the way it should be. Hopefully, what they start doing is letting verdict. Would MMA. those be pride rules? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes, they will be Pride Rules. Nice. Shout out to Pride Rules. Pay homage to where we started. Um, maybe one day you'll get that going again. But for now, it's chop heads all day, baby. And but um, yeah, I mean, you know, like making curved gloves a requirement should be something in with the uh, 
with the athletic commissions to cut down on the eye pokes. You know, stuff like that. Now, is so this that was so you can't you can't get your fingers up is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's too hard to okay. get. Your it's fingers. not that it's like it can. It be could be done, done but it's but it's not like when you're just when you're just casually like parrying and things like that. It's not. It's not gonna. You know, like right. Exactly what you're saying. Okay. If you have your hands straight out, they're going to be curved. Down yeah, you're not going to be like John Jones pulling. Well, the there'll three still stooges. be some eye pokes because you, you can't, can't eliminate that from the sport. But there will be dra- uh, reduced drastically just because of the. It's a numbers game. It's mm. like. When you're talking about angles and percentages, we're not going to get too deep into that, but you understand, right? What yeah. if that hurt? Like, uh, I wonder if, you know, that affects, like, submission ability. You know, like, your your fingers are already kind of curled and, like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe it restricts you from grabbing certain, like, I don't think it does because no, those, those, are the, those are the pride gloves. The pride gloves. Okay. And they also what they need to do is open the palm, yep. which will help with that. You I've know, so those, like they, yeah. instead of having, like, that we metal have those thing. Around here yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, the, the HK Venom. USA. Yeah. Training gloves. Um, yeah, the, that whole thing needs to be adjusted. The problem with that is Dana White and, and the UFC. They don't want to get on some universal thing because the UFC is who they are. They feel like they are the brand. Uh, I mean, they're the brand, but they feel like they're the, and they're right. Yeah. They are MMA, but they don't want to um, let anybody else use their ideas and they won't get on board with any idea that's not their own, which is very shitty for the growth of the sport. As much as they've done, did you hear Uncle Dana as well? Did you hear Uncle Dana the other day with his uh, defense of, of the the fighters getting paid? Yeah, it's he don't he he finally started to address it, but it's like nobody believes. Him. Well, no, Dana White <laughs> is Dana White is the equivalent of a Roger Goodell, only way better at his job because Roger Goodell doesn't. I mean, Dana White doesn't have to operate under the guise of politically cor- political correctness. He pretty much just says who he what he wants to say. Mm. It's it's the fight game. It took them a little bit longer than most sports to get into like the mainstream media mm-hmm. and things like that. Probably be because of the way Dana White and the UFC went about things with the cursing and the. But so he's look, like he's like the Portnoy of, of MMA, right? Like he's not. I mean, of UFC, he's the, he doesn't actually own it anymore. No, right? he's definitely not an owner. He, well, he yeah. never so was. Like he never president. was the owner. So he's the prez. He was. He never was the owner. Dana White is like a. Uh-huh. He's he's just Casual the back bro. He Dana White is. Is basically like the UFC's bulletproof vest. He takes all the shit mm. and he he does all the PR in a sense, like in terms of major media relations, not PR like a like a PR girl that's you know filling out. Social you didn't media see posts. the Fertitta brothers on yeah. the press conference as much. It was like, always and what's the guy Hunter? You don't see or nobody even knows who that is. Everyone's talking about Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. That's the guy that actually makes the decisions for. Nobody the knows where Hunter is. Hunter who? <laughs> Hunter. Henry? It's probably Dana White, but I'm it's talking you know. about the other guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to to what you were saying about Dana addressing the the stuff. Like, if you think back to all the sports, because of course they're trying to compare it to football and baseball and basketball. In the very beginning, especially twenty five years in, that's all you see really is. You think twenty five years into football, these guys weren't getting paid a shit ton of money. Yeah, but the trajectory of the UFC is way way stronger than any sport of ever all time. Could be no no sport in their first twenty five years do, has done what the UFC. Yeah, they've done. they've turned what they were a they, four million a dollar purchase shit. to a four billion dollar sale. So right. the UFC has got some crazy worth. They're now a publicly traded company. So there's really no turning back for the UFC. And there is opportunities for these guys to make more money just in the one fight. You knock the guy out, it's like fifty grand yeah. on top of what you're getting paid. You know, and, and even Kevin Holland yeah, came problem, out the problem, and, and said look, something about it too. In defense of Dana White. Yeah, you gotta I don't like I do not like the fighters doing that. I'm sorry. I understand he might feel that way, but you have an obligation and this is what you won't see this is why you need a union because for the case where 
A-Rod wanted to leave Texas so bad that he took less money, $28 million less to go play for the Red Sox, right? That was a Manny Ramirez trade, by the way, which would have been crazy if that actually did go down. But neither here nor there. The fact is, you can't have a fighter going out there and publicly speaking about, like, the going against the, what the rest of the fighters want. It's not good for the, the group of fighters. You, you know, you would never have a union allow that. They would be like, what did you just fucking say? Are you out of your mind? They would shut that down right away. They would almost probably suspend them for that type of shit. It's like you can't be represented by the union saying things that are detrimental to your union. Well, like Dave knows, because pro wrestling's been trying to get a union for how many years, Dave? Uh, I mean, It'll never happen. It, but, yeah. If it'll never happen for pro wrestling, it'll never happen for UFC because they're all independent yeah, contractors. But pro wrestling is... And I don't Choking use, on my coffee, excuse me, go ahead. I don't use the uh, the fake word or anything like that, but pro wrestling is, is is entertainment. It's not listed as a sport. You know what I'm saying? So that's why if anything I, at see, all... To me, if, if you could bet all, on they it, would get a like, sport. If, they, they, if anything at all, they would get the same treatment as like Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Like actors and what they, whatever yeah, union what? they have, that's the same similar union that yeah, the, they the have wrestlers one. would probably get, get. Like, I don't know if it's a union, but the Screen, screen, screen Actors, actors Guild, guild yeah, that's basically tenure, the same you thing. Get pension, think. things like that. So I don't know what the WWE does, but I would imagine that the business model is very, very similar to what MMA is doing in terms of how they treat their talent, where certain guys get the rocket stuck up their ass and they yeah. get paid almost right away. And then some guys just, just hover around the middle and they put in the hard work and the shitty work for the company. They're also they known as the intercontinental champion. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the working man's title. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, you know, that's, it's, that's just business across the board. There might be some podcasters on our network that feel like they get less treatment than others. I'm looking at you, Tommy. Yeah. Right. So I just, I just, I just, I just broke his balls the other day about how I want the MMA podcast to, to the moon, right? And yeah, we have some things in the works. Yeah, of course. We've, we've, we've been saying that to you since we started this 26 episodes ago, and they're still in the works. That's what we're doing. But we're, you know what we are? We're still here. Hey, we're still. I'm still having fun. Tom of course. And that's, we're that's, still that's, here. That's, we're that's still like 1% here. of the battle, though, because I don't know about you, but not all. The, it's not always fun. Sometimes it is work. Most of the time uh, it's work. Yeah. Most of the time it's work. So, I don't know. Don't Only fun work when you're having fun. From though. 11 to 12. <laughs> Everything um, else is like work. Yeah, but this, you know what the difference between us and Tommy is that... You make this look good? We're here all ah. the time. So, like, this is literally Tommy's escape fun from right, reality, yeah. from work. And I'm not saying that you don't, you know, obviously you love your family. But when you're a dad and you're a husband, like, it's nice to be able to go, you know, spend a couple this hours my, with this the This is boys. my really, really expensive man cave. Right? <laughs> yes. But, but yes, Dave, you agree that, like, sometimes... By the end of the day, you're like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Oh, 100%. Right? Why do you think I want to watch the Yankee game here tonight? It's work. And that's <laughs> that's the excuse Tommy tried to pin it on me. He's like, I don't want to keep you there late. As if that's ever fucking mattered. He keeps me here until... No, dude, class. I felt bad. For how late I was going to get here yesterday, I felt bad. Fair yeah, point. As the game ends. Fair point. <laughs> He's like, I'm here. Let's I don't go. know what we're doing on this episode, but it's time to go to the Reverend's Rundown. I don't care what you say. It's time. All right, everybody, this week's Reverend Rundown is brought to you by Fightbook MMA, your worldwide leader in combat sports, health and fitness, and pro wrestling news. You can find them at www.fightbookmma.com and on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and indeed at Fightbook MMA. It's time for the Reverend's Rundown. Who the fuck is that guy? All right, everybody. In Bellator news, Bellator 267, Douglas Lima falls to MVP by decision. In what could be a robbery, MVP is calling for a trilogy fight with Lima since everyone thinks that the fight was a robbery except the judges. 
BKFC suffers a tragic loss with heavyweight fighter Justin Thornton after he was knocked out by Dylan Kleckler at BKFC 20 in August. Thornton sustained injuries after being knocked out in 18 seconds during the fight, was taken out on a stretcher and transported to a medical facility, and was immediately placed on a ventilator. Thornton was a 13-year vet in combat sports, sporting an 8-16 record, suffering five concussions and two first-round knockouts. UFC fight announcement. As we reported last week, the UFC has decided to have an interim title fight between Piotr Jan and Corey Sanhagen. Dustin Poirier and Charles Oliveira are finally booked for UFC 269. Sugar Sean O'Malley finally Sugar takes Sean. a fight against Sugar Julian Paevet Piava. Jared Cannonier versus Derek Brunson is scheduled for January, and Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker is being set for January as well. And of course, Chris's favorite, the Khabib guy, Islam Makhiev, now has his new opponent, Dan Hooker. Coming off an impressive win, is taking a fight on short notice. With New Zealand's COVID protocol, he might not get to see his family for a whole year for taking this fight. That is your reverence rundown. Back to you, bitch Gucci. Shots fired. Shots fired. Uh, that was good. That was um, good. Not that good. Wasn't that funny. But um, <laughs> I feel like there's a two-on-one going on right now. A little menage. You usually no. have to pay extra for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you guys should talk about down. Colby. To the what? Because, I said you should just talk about Colby Covington for two hours. I could do that. Um, <laughs> you could talk about how he's probably going to get knocked out. Hey, oh, he's going to win that fight. Honestly, I hope he does because I need to see that division shaken up. I do not want Usman to win like 30 in a row because it's so boring. He's boring. At least Colby will will be annoying as the champion and, and, you know, his shtick will go through the roof. And honestly, (laughs) his shtick will go through the roof. He needs to start like getting better looking girls for his video because it's like he's getting the bottom B talent. I had to edit. When I first met him. He was doing the nerd bash, right? He was doing nerd bashing, right? So, like, wh- after after we met and started talking, and I was talking to a couple guys at American Top Team and stuff, he's like, we're going to do a video. I need you to edit it. And I was like, all right. So he sent me a video of him <laughs> him in a, in a hot tub with a bunch of girls. And I'm like, what do you want me to do with this? He's like, oh, I'll just, you know, call it, like, nerd bash. And so I basically, I used the Girls Gone Wild theme song, <laughs> and I just slowed it all down, and I made this video for him. He was like, fucking, that's gold. And never saw the light of day. Yeah, everybody, like, we interviewed uh, Jose Shorty Torres back during the, during the Pride Rules Day. Yeah, he's fighting for Brave soon. It, I think it's the finals of the tournament. Ibrahimov, he's fighting um, the Russian. He used to be in the UFC. My, um, I can't think of the guy's name. Yeah, I forgot he, his he's name. He's definitely a UFC vet. But, uh... You know, when, when I was talking to, to Shorty to, to come on the show, I was like, how is it training at Top Team with Colby? He goes, dude, he's the nicest guy ever. Oh, he's super nice, dude. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, oh, it's another chail. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right. Sorry. I want to um, I want to give my notes, bro, because that's right. the whole show today. I, I know Dave, Colby, they're cool. Yeah, I know, but I hope Colby have, wins. I hope Colby wins because Colby's beatable, and I don't think Usman is. And I right, but, see but the, dude, the, we actually have a third person top. who's who's bringing some good context. Whereas, like Scoop's, like yeah, oh, uh, yeah, Colby, Colby's gonna fight Bro, Usman. Don't talk shit about Scoop. Wow. That's my job. He's not even here. He's listening. Scoop will slap you to sleep. He's listening, and then he'll get burned get by Gucci again in the car. And, and Tommy to play one-on-one football so he could watch two fat kids run around. <laughs> but anyway. Back to the notes. Um, Douglas Lima 
And Michael Bennett Page, cool note about that fight is that did you see the the only the only cool thing about that fight, the one and only cool thing was how Douglas Lima kicked it was there was a calf kick again, knocked him down, and almost the exact same thing happened, except MVP swayed um, you know, dodged this one. Yeah, that so was literally that was the big moment of the fight. And that was the only moment of the fight. Um I, guess, I watched the highlights. Yeah, MVP did win. I thought he won. I did watch the fight. I didn't watch the highlights. It was um, you, Tommy. You just admitted that you only watched the highlights. I do not want to talking, see the face. Talking to the guys at Fight Book who watched it, he didn't win the fight. Um, I wonder what verdict MMA had. This is why we need. This is why we actually need scoop. Scoop, come back. What do you want? Us. What is what is that? Sure dog? Is that something? It's just. Like that? It's. I don't even know. Sure dog. Verdict MMA is just a very very good. They always get the judging right. Like if you look at a fight and you're like, "Wow, this guy should have won," and they got it wrong, they like verdict is on point. I think that there's a case to be made that verdict MMA should actually be implemented by the commissions to actually judge the fights the yeah, way they're the judges right now just blow. Yeah, the judges. Yeah. If there's anything that I think in sports that they could get rid of the human element, it's MMA judging. I don't know how you would do that because you still need a little bit of human element to like compute shit and say what is a landed strike and things like that, but. What's going on in Put MMA? Computer is chips inside the gloves, maybe. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but, but then, but then, then they can slap you themselves. Could, <laughs> you know, what if a bunch you, of times, you, know, you know, like a punch gets blocked, things like that. That right. that's actually a terrible idea. But um, <laughs> MVP is now saying that over a title shot, he wants the a rematch again, a, a rubber match. With nobody wants to see another three rounds. He's saying he would want it to be a five round fight. My guess is that he's just terrified of the Russian that holds the belt. I think so too. I mean, he has the moniker of a can crusher. He had some sort of success with Lima, so he probably thinks he could do it again. Uh, other than that, he's you know he's not going to go any farther. Real fast, Dave's like, oh, I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> I just don't want to sit here and like breathe on the mic if I know I can't <laughs> contribute to this. <laughs> I don't expect you to. This is a Bellator card, and Bellator right. does a terrible job of promoting their events. You know when I know that there's a Bellator card on? When I go on Hulu and it's on, and it's just like because it knows what I watch. You know so what if it is a now, fight that, on, now that it's it on Showtime. Now that it's on Showtime, they really don't have to like promote it like crazy because it's on Showtime. No, like they need to promote is it, it better. free on Showtime. You want to know why? Because you I follow pay for the Showtime pay per view. No, no, no. I'm you, talking about like if you have Showtime, is it just on the channel? Yeah. Okay, so you're not paying for it. In no, addition, it's you're, just there. you're paying for the app. So instead the, of being on Spike TV, it's on right. Showtime. Do you know what's terrible? That's big for them. You know what's terrible? I follow Bellator. I follow all these fighters. Not all of them, but a lot of like I follow probably Michael Venom Page. I would imagine at least on one of my 38 accounts. <laughs> I don't see anything. I don't see Bellator saying fight Friday. I just don't see it. I just don't. I, it's almost like they're trying to fail. And it's say, you know, that's just my opinion. I mean, I I'd have to see how they're doing on Showtime, but you know, Scott, but it doesn't matter. Right. Because Showtime is, is I think lining their pockets right do you know now. How, yeah. Do you know how, well, let's let's pump the brakes. I don't know. As far as what Bellator is doing, I don't know that they're making much money right now. They're paying out a lot of money. They're paying these Washed up UFC fighters, big money because there's even a shred of name value because they're coming from the UFC, which is in in essence boosting the UFC's credibility because then they're going over to Bellator. Being billed as that, and it's not like they're UFC. They're like UFC castoffs. It's not like a guy that's like the UFC's trying to get and keep. You know, like the, the Bellator is getting. It's like proving the UFC right. 
that they got rid of this guy because then they go to Bellator and they lose anyway. You know, it's like so, WCW back in the day. You know, everybody yeah. will leave WWE, go to so WCW, you mean, and so they're on the second AEW show. today. And we <laughs> talked earlier before the show. Way you better. guys, you were talking about how Triller's losing money. They're, they, their cash cow left for Showtime, so Showtime is making money off Jake Paul, but they lost money on the whatever you want to call that last event was right. Millions. But to, but they to, might not do it again. That might have been like the death blow. Yeah, and their only cash cow, Logan Paul. Broke his hand, and he might never box again. They're saying it's a really weird break on the outside, almost like a Floyd break, but Floyd's a professional boxer, so it yeah. was worth it for him mm-hmm. to make. How did he break his hand? In training? Hey, I don't know. I was starting to watch the video, and our internet, <laughs> I realized that our internet <laughs> kicked off, <laughs> so I never actually watched never it, but again. I did see the x-ray, and a guy that I watch on YouTube all the time, I, I next week I'll bring him up because I'll shout out the page. It is a very, very good page for me to get a lot of the information I talk about here, um, and I don't like... Not crediting somebody that I'm getting information well, right. from, but it's a very, I just saw it and I was very interested in to see. And the, the headline said Jake Paul or Logan Paul may never box again. Breaks hand in the most in the weirdest way possible. Couldn't that just so, be clickbait though, just to show that he broke his hand? Yes and no. Um, I say yes, clickbait that he might never box again. Yeah, because who the fuck knows? But this guy, he's he's very good at boxing. He, he breaks down like sparring videos and things like that. And to be fair, he does hate the Paul brothers because he's a boxing, a real boxing purist. So. I love him already. Yeah. Um, moving on. Enough about Lima. Enough about my YouTube crush <laughs> on this boxing guy. <laughs> Pause. So Bare Knuckle FC, Feldman. I know, Tommy, I give you a hard time Filthy all the time. Filthy Feldman. Filthy Feldman about talking about what a piece of shit this guy is and that it's like, yeah, he is. I agree with that, but nobody knows who the fuck he is. I think it might be time for people to start taking notice of who he is and acknowledging the fact that Tommy's right. This guy is a complete piece of shit. You know, it's not just him. In this situation, it's not just him that's a piece of shit. This guy's manager is the bigger piece of shit. And the commission, the doctors. Like, what's yeah. going on? Where, where, where's the look freak thing, right? He didn't get knocked out by the, the, the blow, right? You, I mean, he didn't get killed by the blow, right? So just to, to touch on it, I'm going through Tommy's run, rev rundown, and the Justin Thornton... Heavyweight fighter, you know, he was fought last month, so he's been in the hospital for a month. He What happened was he got knocked out very early in the fight, but I watched the fight, not live, but, like, the next day, mm-hmm. and I didn't come away from that fight thinking, like, wow, this guy might not make it. It looked like a very regular knockout. The problem was when he hit the canvas, there was nothing to break his fall. He fell forward, and, and I don't want to bring it up, but, like, you could talk about, like, an NFL hit, right, where they kind of – you know, like the Eric LeGrand situation. That's kind of what happened. Uh, he had a, Dennis Bird, remember yeah, him? Yeah, Back exactly. In the day, like he, Detroit? he fractured yeah. his something of a fracture in his spine, had surgery, and he passed away from an infection that he caught in his spinal cord. Which, obviously, that's probably the worst possible place you could catch an infection post surgery. Alex Smith almost lost his leg. You right. know, the Weidman situation. He had issues with surgery. So there's a lot of complications when you're dealing with spinal surgery. And look. The guy was 11 in what, Tommy? What'd you have down there? Eight, he was 8 and 16. 8 and 16, right? The guy that he fought, he had already fought and got starched by. So one of his in MMA. First, yeah. So one of, they tried to build it as some rematch. Like, the guy had no shot. You know, he's 0-1 in bare knuckle. He shouldn't have been sanctioned to fight. The fact that these guys are being called pro fighters when you're like, look, 
11 wins is 11 wins, but show me the guys that he fought to earn. And he never had 11 wins. He only had eight. Oh, my God. I keep on giving him too many wins. <laughs> um, this yeah. entire bare knuckle thing is just... I don't know how the hell that gets commissioned, honestly. To be like, well, that, well the rounds are shorter. Human cockfighting. <laughs> like, oh, take look, it easy there, look, Senator. Look. I'm just saying, dude. This is bare knuckle. <laughs> bro. I, like, I'm not. I fucking crazy. love it. All right, I'm not going to sit poor here and Paige Van Zandt. Oh, might lose her she face. has a mind of her own. She could go get yeah, knocked but, so the fuck when out. You she's so at, pretty. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Legit but she's still so pretty. But if you want to, if you want to go, look, if you want to go fight and make some money, and you're willing to do that, and that's what you like to do, there's. There shouldn't be anybody stopping you from doing it. If if the matchup is correct and people want to see you fight, nobody's lining up to see Justin. I Thor mean, have fight. but have you watched it? Yeah, yeah. You you know that there's a lot less punches with the bare knuckle, right? Of course, because you're so, leaving yourself susceptible well, look, to breaking your fucking hand. Yeah, so th that's what I mean. Like it, it's it's an okay trade off, right? Because they're not throwing with you, reckless abandon. It's you're very your shots. It's going to be more body shots. Very honestly. much, very much so. More dangerous. To get hit with a four ounce glove, yeah, wrapped and like you know, I could fucking punch through. I feel like I can, I can't, but you know, like you feel very indestructible when you have your hand wrapped in an MMA glove. You know, you got the the tape, and you then know, the you glove. could you could just throw with complete yeah. confidence because and it, when you break your hand, you wait for it to numb up, and then you could still throw hard, like. Bare knuckle, you're not going to do that. You get your cut up. You get cut up it. early in the fight, and like there's some guys that. Just like to bleed. Can you imagine the Diaz brothers and bare knuckle, bro? No, no, no. They couldn't do it. <laughs> they no, couldn't do it. They couldn't do it. They'd have blood in their eyeballs. They, it's bad their... enough that Diego Sanchez is going to be doing bare knuckle FC. Yeah, that's not. That's not. I mean, his. Not if you think the Diaz path. brothers' brain is soup, <laughs> his yeah. brain is like slushy. Right. Crazy. And I'm just surprised that we haven't saw more of this over the past month with this guy in the condition that he was in. It's like. Uh, bare knuckle out of the promotions that we're talking about. We talk about UFC all the time, um, Bellator, World Series of. I mean, I mean, what is it now? PFL. PFL. That used to be World Series, right? I do have that yep. right. Yeah, right. Andre Arlovsky. I saw him fight down in AC, WSOF. That's when my Richie Petitch knock, knocked out of Gracie. Oh, yeah, I do remember that actually. Um, where the what the fuck was I saying now? Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, bare knuckle does a good job of promoting. They really do. Like they're you know, they just have it in weird like. Biloxi, Mississippi, like but all these that's places. Probably the only places that well, they're, they're having a hard time getting sanctioned in, a lot, in every state. There's not every state will sanction it. Nope. Um, it's just because it is. It, it's the optics of it. It's not the danger of it. It's just the optics. It looks really bad. Yeah, you don't have to do like as a commission. You probably don't do your research. You just think like you hear the term bare knuckle fight. You're like, no, fuck that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but it's they, actually less dangerous I in know. terms of head trauma. But, I'd love to see it. You in know, AC like outside. Like if they had an, an outside ring, like outside of maybe uh like, just uh, ask just ask standalone wrestling to do it. The, the guys that are always down there in AC, they'll, they'll do a bare knuckle fight for no reason. I'm surprised it's not sanctioned in South Philly in the ECW arena. There you go. Your your girlfriend might be there with the with the fucking uh, waterbed titties hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> just find a crease and jump in. Jesus Christ! All right, so <laughs> bare knuckle. I, I think that they're not being taken to task enough on this particular situation, but I w really wouldn't even put it on bare knuckle as much as maybe the commission and the doctors that are saying, you know, but I mean, it, it was a free guy thing. On a vent, it was a free thing. It was if, he, if he would have fell backwards or if he would have fell into the ropes or into the cage or whatever the fuck they use on the perimeter of the bare knuckle, was it, is it an octagon or is it like a cage? It's a, it's no, like a it's an impromptu a, circle ring. It's a circle with, a barn. with ropes. <laughs> yeah. Right. So it's like a circle ring. 
Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, it was a it was a freak thing. He fell forward. That's what really so caused now, it. When you were reading the report, did he have the plate in his neck? I don't know. They just did a surgery. I don't know. It was. I, I don't know what the logistics of the surgery was. It was a very just to the point article. Because if it's the plate, that would make a ton of sense if he fell forward. Because people with the plate in their neck when they get well, I think that you're mistaking the, me for a fucking paralyzed. doctor. So I don't know. I don't know what it was. Um, anyway, I thought maybe I'm you trying got to move on from website. this topic for the last fucking fifteen minutes. <laughs> All right. Um, what else do we got? Shut up. So testy. Did we not talk about this last week? The Peter Jan Sanhagen. It wasn't. It wasn't made official last it week. It wasn't made official yet, and we were assuming that it should have been TJ, but TJ had the knee surgery. Yeah, the the so. UFC had said that that's what they were targeting, but they weren't sure if they were going to do it. But they're they're doing it now. I, I mean, guarantee. It makes sense. I wonder if this is the first title fight, interim or not, in MMA and UFC history where both guys are coming off a loss. That's interesting. There was nobody better. To be in this interim title fight than like who? Anybody coming off a win? Well, the only one coming off a win was TJ and TJ he's hurt. Okay. He's and like nobody else. Who are you gonna? Do? What are you gonna do? Dom, let's think. Let's think. Let's think. Rob Font, not exciting enough. You know, there's there's just no way. Sanhagen also really won. The I fight think Rob TJ. Font's actually. Oh, fighting. I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think Rob Font's actually fighting. Uh, what's his name? Fucking. Oh, uh, him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. What the fuck? You just said it, Dominic Cruz. Are you going for a mullet? No. No, he's I'm, he's going for I'm greasy Ginzo. I'm just growing it. <laughs> you shaved the sides, though. You I had the, to. You shaved the sides just, and it's on the just, top. Just Tommy, right Tommy, I have a perfect he's got Halloween the Mahomes costume. Thing I have a perfect Halloween costume for you. Patrick Mahomes. What? Lyle, Kenny Lyle Powers? Alzado. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Lyle Alzado. You look like Lyle Alzado, and you even match with the testosterone levels. It. Oh, my. Um... And I mean, you just no. said you're going to be alive in 2046. Careful there. Lyle <laughs> Alzado. All right. That's a terrible joke. Um, all right. Sanhagen it is. Peter Jan's probably going to beat the brakes off of Sanhagen. I don't we'll think so. I think Sanhagen's going to beat him. But what we did talk about was how messed up is it going to be? Let's say P Peter Jan loses his fight. And it's Sanhagen and Aljo, which is a fight that we already got. And Aljo already won. So... What do you do with Piotr Jan after that? Like, it, it kind of seems fucked up to me to make him start, not at the bottom bottom, yeah. but he has to work his way back up to a title that some say he never really lost. Look, it was an illegal shot. Okay. But he still should get that first crack at it when Sanhagen if, or if, I'll tell you exactly what Aljo happens. unify you, the title. I'll tell you exactly what happens. If Peter Jan loses to Sanhagen... Um, Aljo fights Sanhagen, Jan fights the winner no matter what. That's that's, that's what that's happen. what it should be. Yeah, that's what it should be. Unless he's desperate for money, which Russians seem to live off of like a piece of a rock and a piece of bread. Because well, he probably years. still lives in a bombed out shell of a car. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know if we could leave that in, but I probably will because that's I didn't really say funny. It. Um, it's really funny. <laughs> it's not like I said, John Jones. No, no. Nope. <laughs> We're not doing that. Love John, John Jones, Jones is a piece of shit. We can say <laughs> that. Um, we didn't touch on that in the rundown, but I will break bring this up. Uh, John Jones cannot get out of his own way. Two things happen, obviously, since he beat the shit out of his fiance. Um, in front of his and three, headbutted in front a cop of his car. Three daughters, and he headbutted a cop car, and <laughs> a lot more deep, dark things that probably took place. He seems like he's on the right path. He's not out yet. But. John Jones, first of all, the, the, the last thing that anybody wants to see 
and I, I might have brought this up last week, is you lifting and working out and, like, getting, like, rage. He posted a fucking video of him bench pressing with, like, little excerpts of, like, how he's going to change his life. I'm no longer drinking. I have too much trauma to my head to be able to absorb alcohol and blah, 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 blah. And everybody across the board it was like, yeah, John, we, we heard you say that in 2011. Yeah. Right? So now it's 2030. I'm fast forwarding a little bit and John Jones is still drunk, right? (laughs) And somehow still only engaged because they've been engaged for the better part of two decades at this point. And I'm not here to talk about their personal life, but really when your personal life is blasted out there because you can't stop beating up your girlfriend, (laughs) you don't get any respect from me. John, you are a complete scumbag. You are even bigger scumbag than Urban Meyer. And we all know what a scumbag Urban Meyer is. Well, Urban Meyer didn't beat anybody up either. I know, but I'm just trying to, I'm trying to say like Urban Meyer is like a scumbag. Right. Scumbag because of the things that he condones. And we're going to talk about that on maybe our daily show. Okay. Speaking of the Daily Show, don't tune get, in Monday through Friday on, <laughs> on YouTube or, or <laughs> you're just mad because Urban Meyer was getting stinky pinky from someone that was like 30 years younger than him. Um, I can't tell if that was a dig at me or or what, but I'm definitely not mad at Urban Meyer and the the fucking grandmother that you guys are all saying is a, is like a better. I don't even know. No, she was like 55 too. So, moving I, on, Urban I, Meyer's I, a scumbag. <laughs> John Jones is a scumbag. Um. Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira is finally booked. This is a fight that we knew was going to take place for a really long time. There was a little bit of apprehension from the Poirier camp because he was maybe seeking that prize fight, the money fight, which he kind of bucked the system for a little bit. And I think what really happened was, look, the money fight is here. If you win this fight, you win the title, we'll, we'll revisit the contract situation. So I would imagine that Dana White sat down with Dustin's team and was like, look, please, we need to, we need to regulate the, the lightweight division. Maybe, I wouldn't say he said name your price, but let's, let's revisit this and we'll make it a little more lucrative for you because Dustin is a bona fide superstar. And I think he's the class in that division. So it does belong in his hands at this point. He, if he goes out and earns it, I think that things will finally be where they should be. I just hope when McCuck comes back from his injury, he doesn't get a fucking title shot to do the trilogy fight with Dustin. I don't even think that's an op. I don't think that's a possibility, honestly. Why? I think Con- Why I don't, not? I don't think because it's just it's a money fight. When you bro. say wait, um, didn't they just do the trilogy though? That's my point. Oh yeah, that was a three. This is, this it was be, well, yeah, but he broke his leg, so he doesn't count it. That's what he keeps saying. It doesn't matter. I wouldn't Look, count it either, but um, just me. Hundred percent counts. But that's besides the point. Like speaking of, doesn't count it. Sugar Show, right? He's fighting another guy that nobody knows. Next, and he's a tough. He's a tough kid, but I don't care. It, he he missed it. He missed I the just opportunity. Like this guy. I I do, I do. But I I have to. I have an obligation to keep it real and to be honest about what I think. He's great exciting, podcast, by the way. He's an exciting fighter. Oh God, <laughs> well played, well played. Speaking of keeping it real, <laughs> no longer with us. But yeah, I, I do like Sean O'Malley, but he just the same thing. Starting same to it, it's starting to get annoying it's because Jake Paulish is what it's getting. Nobody likes this guy because he walks around with six nine, whatever the hell his name look, is. It's like he looks this. stupid. And I it's made a bad this, look. I made this point earlier or, or previously on the show. Everybody compared the the come up of O'Malley to the way they handled Connor. That's, it couldn't even be further from the truth. At this point, it's beyond further from but the look, truth. But look, bro, Connor fought Max Holloway in his second fight. Or he third wasn't fight. Max Holloway yet. I, yes, he was. God. That was Max Holloway. Like, it's act, literally the same guy. He was like young him. Max Holloway. He wasn't the young same Young Connor, guy. young Max. Fine. I understand Max made great improvements, but Connor tore his ACL in that fight. The point that I'm making is 
Young Max Holloway. Show me that young Max Holloway on Sugar Show's record right now. There, there is not. The only guy that I'll say was a bonafide opponent was Cheeto, and he beat the shit out of him, you know, kind of. Yeah, I mean, what's pissing me off is Ali had that fight set up for Frankie and Sugar Show, and it looked like the UFC was going in that direction. Instead, they went with Frankie and Cheeto, and now we've got Sugar Show and Piava. And look, Piava, he's a tough dude. You know, he had impressive in his last fight. But I just, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with him. You know, is he trying to be the uh, the pre-show stopper? Like, is that what he wants to be? Because these fights aren't going to get him on the main card. You know what I can almost guarantee? Yeah, pre-show stopper. I can guarantee <laughs> you that, that he's not a jiu-jitsu guy. He's just going to be a striker, right? They're not putting him in against a grappler yet. So what is he on, his eighth fight in the UFC? And he still hasn't fought anybody with a name value besides Cheeto. And even Cheeto is still, you know, hovering around the top ten. He's not like he's he's a contender by any stretch. He did call out Dom. Did you see that? O'Malley called out Dom. Yeah. But, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, one last thing on the breakdown, or on the rundown. Uh, the Khabib guy got his new opponent, Hangman Hooker. Shout out to this motherfucker, man. Dan Hooker, I know that you kind of gave him shit since the Chandler thing. And going into his last fight, I was saying, you know what, that's not the Hooker that we're used to. And I'm glad that he delivered. And he actually brought the fight to... Who the fuck did he fight? The German the Calvin German Gaslam. Calvin <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he does look exactly like him. But, um, yeah, dude, and you did misspeak. I don't think it's going to be a full year. I don't know how long it's been since he saw his From family. what... I was reading in the reports, especially the one that was put out by Fightbook, it could be a full year before he gets to see his family because they, the New Zealand's COVID. Yeah, they're like saying that crazy. he won't be able to that see his sucks. family until after Christmas. I don't know when the last time he saw his family was, so it could be something to do with that. But I know that he just left New Zealand, so it won't be a year regardless. Like They're not going to keep him out until ha Halloween of 2022, right? No. So maybe four months, but still four months away from your family, that's not easy. Especially to go out there and get, as Tommy would put it, pecker slapped <laughs> by Khabib guy. Right? And I think he's gonna. Um, I really do think he's gonna. Yes, he had a great fight against German Kelvin, but we were talking when he was training out there in New Zealand, who was he training with out there? He really didn't have his like a lot of his training partners because of all this COVID stuff. You're going in there against a bona fide bear wrestler, you know, maybe Khabib 2.0 because the stand-up is a little bit better. So you're, you're looking at a little bit better of a Michael Chandler. I, you need to stop saying that. Well, absolutely stop saying that, Khabib 2.0. That's just dumb. Why? Because his stand-up might be a little bit better. Khabib would fucking maul that guy if they fought. You agree, right? So 2.0 means that you're an advanced version. He's not better he than is. Khabib. All right. Anyway, we could agree to disagree on that. He has he's like Khabib that could strike, but Khabib would yeah, remember shoot a double something. on him and Khabib, then he's not when do Khabib nothing. came to the UFC, he had, you know, what, sixty fucking tomato can fights? I agree. This guy hasn't had that. So oh, he, hasn't, he hasn't fought anybody either. This is his first real fight. Stop. You admit I, that, right? Who was he beat? I don't remember. Exactly. That's it's all you needed to know. Guys, Tommy doesn't remember, so which means there's nobody good because if there was anyone of note on this, this is his biggest fight by far, 
And I don't think he even has a shot to lose because he's just going to take him down, right? So all that said, he's going to dominate. But he there is, buries the lead. There is the shred. There is a shred of a chance because the toughness and the striking and just him being coming off a of camp, he's in good shape. Um, and now he's going to get some training partners because he's going to be in the U.S. He's not even going to leave. But this fight's in Abu Dhabi. So interesting. A lot of travel, a lot of protocol a lot of quarantine for it's for amazing Hooker. there's covid protocol everywhere except the middle east um do you think dana white and the ufc are going to pony up some big bucks to get him to do this maybe i think that's the only way he does it so shout out to hooker um we're going to go to break when we come back we'll talk a little bit about the the weekend's big boxing event tyson fury against deontay wilder three we'll give our predictions and talk a little bit of shit about deontay wilder you know, myself and Gooch are both getting a little older. One of the first things to go is your vision. Thank goodness for our hookup over at Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge, New Jersey, right on Main Street next to the train station. They have glasses for all ages, all budgets. They have safety glasses, sports glasses. They are a full-service powerhouse offering eye exams and even free lenses for the kids. They work with BCBS, AAA, AARP, giving massive discounts. They're open five days a week, closed on Wednesdays and Sundays. Call 732-326-3937 to get your first pair of Ray-Ban, Burberry, Coach, Polo, you name it, they got it. Go see Craig and Johnine right now. All right, everybody, we are back, and it is time to talk about this weekend's big boxing event. My favorite Raider fan, Tyson Fury, against Deontay Shitbag Wilder. Casual Dave, since you are the uh, the guest on the show today, what uh, what are your thoughts on this boxing fight? I know you're not a big, huge boxing fan. We probably should be talking to your brother, but you're here, so give us what you got. Um, I, it's long overdue. I mean, the whole the first delay was ridiculous, but again, I'm glad it's finally happening. What you sent me last week that that little it, it looked it looked like a while. There was just like I'm calling for you, bro. No, he's like, I'll, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. Oh yeah, yeah. Do he it. was like, yeah, you know, uh, don't go up missing, right? And then. And then uh, here's your fucking mess. I'm gonna punch you in the fucking face. I'm gonna face punch a face. fucking hole through your fucking head, bro. I uh, for that for that reason, I'm <laughs> riding with uh, Fury here in the in the trilogy. Um, I don't think it, it's uh, for whatever reason. I just don't see it being close. I don't know why. I just think that Fury's gonna land uh, enough early rock him you know wilder's gonna be like what the fuck just happened i again? think fury's pissed at himself for keeping wilder as much as long as he did in the first fight because i mean look we all know that fury won that fight i agree but he, he kept wilder around way too long and the last fight he just said you know what fuck this well, and put him out what do you mean he kept him around too long he almost died got knocked the fuck out and then <laughs> undertakered you know so the reason why he won the on rounds but when you get knocked down and starched the way he did there's something to be said for that wilder could definitely hit hard that's the only thing he could do, though. He he, he doesn't have the, the boxing skill set that Tyson Fury does. And Tyson Fury is just a big, big, large guy. And, and the fast. way he moves on his feet, you know, he's in the best shape that I've ever seen. This guy is blown up to, like, 500 pounds. Talk about the life of Tyson Fury, like, the ups and the downs. Bro, do you realize that he's only, like, 31? I know. He's had a lot of, he's had a lot of trials I, and I could be, maybe he's 32, something, but... He's a young guy still for a heavyweight. You know, heavyweights could fight for a long time. You ever time. see his brother? His brother looks like he's chiseled out of marble. He's I thought you were about to talk about how handsome he was because he is a handsome fella. Who has a very good-looking girlfriend. Um, whatever she is. But anyway. He's 33. Tyson Fury. Yeah, Tyson right? Fury. Wow. 
And the thing about Tyson Fury, outside of all the boxing skills, is this guy, this guy can't miss, bro. He can't miss. He shoots, he scores. Everything that he says is funny. Um, he's endearing to the fans. He has some shitty, like, fucked up problems that he's very open and candid about, which I think is also very endearing to the fans. And you might not like some of the things that he has to say, but he does it. His delivery is very, very funny, and I don't give a shit, you know. The traveling people Very are handsome weird Rob. Bunch, He's a handsome Rob of this whole thing. You know, like, handsome oh, Rob. Come on, the guy sang American Pie. That's what I'm saying, At the bro, press like, conference, the first fight. Whereas me, I'd be pissed off because, holy shit, I know I won that fight. You know what I mean? And they're giving it to this douchebag. But no. Just coming out and super but also, you know what it did was <laughs> it, it just it, it set him up for, it set the stage for, what he needed really to be catapulted into superstardom was that second fight. And that was the, all the money was there. So like, that was a good situation for him anyway. So he's sitting up there like, yeah, I lived, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people think I won. So I'm coming away from this looking clean. He stole the show as much as the, the punch that knocked him down was amazing. The story of that fight was how he got up. So it was almost like he came away from that fight and it was a draw, correct? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, it was a draw. So he came away from that fight with like a, um, almost a Nate Diaz effect where even in loss, you, you, you came away the victor in the yeah. court of public opinion. So very, very important for a boxer to be liked by the fans. Um, it's equally important to almost be hated by the fans, but the way Deontay Wild, when you lose, it's like when you lose all the hate, nobody cares to see you lose again. You need to be undefeated to be hated and most watched like a Floyd because yep. the first time you lose is what people want to see. Um, but as far as the, the fight promotion and just bringing the eyes to the sport, it's been all Tyson Fury. Deontay Wilder has sat there like a mute the entire time in press conferences. Rightfully so, because I think he's misspoke so much after their second fight that he just doesn't want to face the media with any of those outlandish statements that he made. No, because I think he's hedging his bet. He doesn't want to get called out on all the shit that he talks. And then if he gets, you know, pecker slapped again, you know, if Wilder waffle stomps him, you know, in the first couple rounds, and then that's it. I don't, I don't think that Deontay Wilder is going into this fight with much confidence. He's going to train hard. I'm not, I'm not going to say he's going to go into there thinking he's going to lose. But just his lack of shit talk and like effective shit talk it's almost like you're when he's saying something like he did with the message he's just trying to say something that he thinks people are going to be like oh mm -hmm. wow that's like dark but oh no, look at him look at him delivery so sucks. He, has no, he doesn't have any charisma so it really takes away from this fight like i want to see this fight really bad because it's two heavyweights and i'm a big tyson fury fan but De uh, deontay wilder does nothing for me anymore heavyweight boxing really fucked up by not setting up this trilogy the way it could have. I shouldn't say the trilogy, the round robin, the way they could have had it. Because now Anthony Joshua just got embarrassed again. And all the shine has gone off of him. So what are you going to do if if Wilder loses this fight? You're going to have two scrubs. And, you know, there's no one for Tyson Fury to fight. There's no Usyk. He'll kill that guy. I think he might have already beat him, right? Well, then they, then they, they you know, then they unify the belts, which is kind of what you want, no? Yeah, but... In a fight that's probably going to take place in London with nobody watching it at or like in, one in, in the Russia. afternoon in America. Or in Russia on ESPN2 at 3 o'clock in the morning. Like uh, <laughs> like the Klitschko's used to have to fight. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. I, 
I was never high on Wilder. Everybody's like, oh, he knocks everybody out. They gave him tomato cans. He, to be fair, um, there really isn't, there really isn't that much talent on the on the climb in the heavyweight ranks. So, like, almost everybody that you fight up until the top five guys, especially in America. Because he's not a boxer. He's, especially in America. He's a brawler. When you're coming up in America, it's almost different. Like, you get challenged more in Europe because there's not NFL and NBA. So, all the big, strong athletes fight, right? Like, because they're too big to play soccer. So, they go and they fight. And that's what they do, right? England, Russia, a lot of big heavyweights out there. In America, there's just not the the competition isn't there when you're coming up at heavyweight. True, it's like to me he Wilder reminds me if uh, Bobby Boucher was a boxer. That's Wilder, <laughs> just throwing like a fucking you know, spastic mongoloid. Do me a favor, don't do that again. What <laughs> horrible to watch, horrible to watch, and probably even worse for them to listen to. So don't do that again. Thanks. <laughs> that'll be great. So if you could just not do ass. that again, that'll be great. Thanks. But um, what we're going to do now is, since we kind of talked ad nauseum about this, what we think about each guy, we obviously all know that um, we're all going to pick Tyson Fury here. Yeah. But what we're going to have to do is just pick the round, the method. Obviously, it's going to be TKO, KO, what round or decision. What do you guys think? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Dave first. Yeah. Because I, I'm curious to know what Dave's thoughts are. Referee stoppage in the fourth. Like, I too like much that. of a flurry where they're just like, dude, he's going to die. So they need they step in right there. That seems very Tyson Fury-esque because he doesn't yeah. have that one-punch power. He just has he's to keep more on of like, a, I'm going to pepper you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, love. Well, I mean, you know, he's got great head movement. You know, and his counterpunching is unbelievable. He counterpunches like a middleweight. You know, and, and his head movement is insane. So what you just said, that's <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'll, I'll go doctor stoppage. I'm going to say the third. All right, well, I'm definitely going to give you... I'm going to give Wilder a little more credit. He does have insane power. I think that um, Fury is just going to be super patient because I don't think... I don't think that he's going into this feeling any sense of urgency that he needs to put him away soon. I think he's going to not toy with him. He's going to go in there to win the fight in any opportunity he gets, but he's going to take what comes to him and... I just see it going a little bit longer. I, I don't think that Fury's going to really have that killer instinct early. He's going to drag it into deep water. Uh, I think he's going to have the I cardio. I can see Wilder not wanting to get off the stool, too. Maybe. But what I what I see is I just see, I like that. I just see uh, Fury just coming in and knowing that he doesn't have to do anything other than fight his game. He doesn't have to go in there and prove anything in terms of a knockout or anything. He's just going to go box him up and... I do think that it might get stopped at some point. I don't think it's going to be a knockout um, where he gets counted out, but I just I, I could see what you guys are saying, a TKO, and I just see it a little bit later, eighth, ninth round. I'll go with ninth. All right. So ninth round, TKO, Tyson Fury. You're going third round, Dr. Stoppage. Referee stoppage. Referee stoppage. Referee stoppage. Okay, so fourth. third, fourth, ninth. The only um, reason why I say, you know, even the, the third, because it could be the fourth. Wilder's not a boxer. He he just wings punches. So with Fury's counterpunching, one good shot on the chin just to take those legs out and make mm -hmm. them like rubber, and he just starts freaking cracking them in the corner, right. they're going to stop it. Mm -hmm. They're I definitely going to stop it. 
So, you know, that's the way I think. But I hope it's eight or nine rounds because, I mean, you know, the good people that are actually going to pay for this pay-per-view event, you know, they want to get uh, a little bit of their money worth out of it. You know what the odds are on this fight? What? I just checked. Um, Tyson Fury's minus 350. He's no way losing this fight. Wow, that's a very heavy dog. I mean, heavy favorite. Wow. What's, um, the, uh, what's the unanimous decision? I didn't look that deep into this. I just <laughs> settled down. Oh, the only reason why I'm Rock asking is because I might, just for shits and gigs, might put like right. 10 bucks down on it if it, if the odds are going to be good. If you're going to do that, go to BetMGM. BetMGM. Damn right. <laughs> right? And you, well, don't go to BetMGM. You go to chopsportsmedia.com and at the click top the of the banner. page, click the banner and follow the prompt, sign up, lose some money. We get some money. Perfect <laughs> situation. Wins. Yeah. Dave, um, and, Dave and Chris get some money. Yeah. And no, and BetMGM gets <laughs> the money, really. But, um, yeah, if you sign up through us, it's beneficial to us. And that's one way of supporting us. Another way of supporting us is to go on ChopSportsMedia.com, click on merch, and purchase a shirt or a hoodie. And Dave's wearing the hoodie now, and he said, it is the most comfortable hoodie that he's ever put on in his life. Ever. Now, I have to counter Dave's point because, and I'm only going to talk shit about myself here, right? Um, I'm so in between sizes right now because I'm like, I'm like, feel like I'm skinny fat now. Oh, you're like a where, CM Punk. Where I'm like, I'm a, um, I'm overstuffed sausage casing, basically. <laughs> so I'm, I'm busting out at the seams in certain parts. I think if I would have got a two X, I'd be swimming in it. This one, I think. Yeah, it's fine. I, like it's I'm, I'm in between like, and I, you know, whenever I say this, I, this is just full, full disclosure. When I say that I'm, a, that sometimes I wear a medium in front of men that are bigger than me, it makes me feel like I should be, like I'm like. But then I'm like, no. You're you're a grown man. You should be at least be a large. But I, but here's the in thing. my opinion. Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. You should be at least a fucking. You should be a fucking large. Thing. I used to be, right? <laughs> but so, I was there. So, I was never a medium. So I think <laughs> that. Um, well, I don't wear a medium. I wear a medium. But anyway, to the point is, um, yeah, a grown man should not have a schmedium. To the point. So, so now what happens is, are this you ready, did, did are you ready he, for this? Did he Bro, wear I, a, I can't order shit anymore. A compression shirt here once? Yeah, you, you haven't fucked. You come in, you have a no, backwards shirt. It wasn't supposed to be a compression shirt. It was a shirt I got from the Wish app that looked like it was a regular fucking shirt. Wait, so you buy. Oh, man. <laughs> We're going to leave it at that. He got this shirt on the fucking Wish app. And he's giving me. Any type of advice on anything. It wasn't even him. You're talking about me wearing a schmedium. Bro, you're you're a fucking triple large. Extra, extra, extra large. You're not, you're not a 125. You're a 3L. You're, a 3L. you're not a 125 champion. You can't be, you can't be wearing schmediums. Anyway, um, I didn't even hear his joke because my oh, voice cracked so bad. Um, I, I do want to say uh, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, great studio here. It would be really cool if somebody sponsored it one day. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> so Flipping Made Easy Studios here in Matawan, New Jersey. Now, guys, go on the website, flippingmadeeasy.com. If you want to buy a house and flip a house and make a ton of money and you don't know how to do it, like nobody knows how to do it, these are your guys. Go on the website. There might even be some girls that work there. So these are your these are your people, yeah. right? Yeah. So you want to go on the website, I'm not exactly sure the logistics of it because I don't have that type of money right now. So I'm not <laughs> flipping any houses on my own, but I got a couple of buddies that I referred to this website and they have nothing but great things to say about it. So mm -hmm. go check it out. Flippingmadeeasy.com. They are our people. They are supporting us. So go support them. And anything else that we got, we got to plug well, I mean, the rest of the Why are you bragging about this guy? Our, our buddy Dave over here, he flipped like three houses. He's buying a house in the Hamptons. I know. Listen, this is, you know why? Because it was made easy. By flipping made easy. Boom. So there you go. Boom. Done. <laughs> so go on Facebook, 
Search out Chop Sports. You go on YouTube page, Chop Sports Media, and follow us. Subscribe and tune in Monday through Friday to the Chop Sports Daily. We got a live show that we that we do, and we break down pretty pretty much the previous day of sports in a, in our own little way. Funny. We're not we're trying not to be the talking heads. So tune in and interact with us. It's a fun time. We got. Dave, what other podcasts? You're so much better at the podcast plugs. Oh, uh, let's see here. If you're a football fan, we got the 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 goddamn Jets that airs on Wednesdays. We have I'm Your Football Team, which airs on Thursdays. We I'm have you. All, all exactly. I'm all uh, I'm all about the star. All <laughs> about the star podcast, which I was supposed to record today. Did not. Uh won't know if I'm gonna get I that. Can relate, I'm, bro. I'm very thirsty, so and hungry, so I might have to just put that on. Back burner. Um, but then you also have a, a baseball podcast entitled Till Mets Do Us Part. It's a Mets podcast. And then we have the Squeaky Bum Time podcast, which is soccer. And, of course, Jimmy Palumbo, Joe Matarese, our comedy guys, uh, our comedians, and our guys in show business. So, Wouldn't, wouldn't the, uh, the Mets also podcast... Also, Chart Choppers drops tomorrow as well. Wouldn't the Mets podcast be over since they never make the playoffs? It's Just also a comedic podcast <laughs> because they're a joke. But, no, yeah, no, the Mets podcast is actually really good. Uh, Kudos to uh, Matt. I love how he says it's it's like it's actually no, it's actually really good because nobody expects anything to do with the Mets to be good at all. Unless Lenny Dykstra's involved. Right, exactly. Um, (laughs) Wait, who? Lenny Dykstra. Lenny Dykstra. What a legend. Anyway, um, if you're looking for crack cocaine, Lenny Dykstra's your guy. (laughs) There you go. So and or uh, Belichick's son. (laughs) Oh, Hall of Famer. Quick quick joke. Scott Brennan, who's who's on, who's in Chop Sports, he has a podcast, Verbal Shenanigans. He actually had Lenny Dykstra as a guest on his really? podcast on the phone, buying crack. He was buying crack during the interview. I got into an argument funny. with somebody. I think that's sad. That's very sad. It was sad it was hysterical. Remember how good he was at baseball? It sucks. Are you ready for this? How the I met Lenny Dykstra at Nobody Beats the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz. How old are Holy you? Holy shit. <laughs> the Wiz. I was very young. The Wiz. I love it. Anyway, that's our show. Hit the button. Make sure you guys head over to fightbookmma.com and every Thursday night sitting ringside with Roberto Villa. Rudy Lara and the shitster Dave Rodriguez will be live every Thursday on Fightbook MMA's YouTube page. Now you can hit the fucking button. No, the button's been hit. You just did that over the song. You disrespectful motherfucker. I could just edit that part. I think it was good. It's like a soft close. <laughs>